This is the Cato Daily Podcast for Thursday, April 22, 2010. I'm Caleb Brown. After some serious pushback from a broad coalition of privacy groups and corporations, the Justice Department has learned that it probably needs a warrant to ask email providers for copies of your email. Believe it or not, this is a recent development. Jim Harper, Director of Information Policy Studies at the Cato Institute, explains. Last week, the Department of Justice dropped a position it was holding in the district court in Colorado. And it's a very interesting step on the path toward Fourth Amendment protection for email, which is really poorly protected at this point. In a dispute with Yahoo, acting as an email service provider, the Department of Justice argued that it should access emails that had been opened and were held on the servers of of Yahoo's email uh, product. Under the Stored Communications Act, it's unclear whether emails that have been opened and have been held for less than 180 days are protected or not. And DOJ was trying to take advantage of this ambiguity to get access to these emails, and Yahoo was resisting it. Why is it relevant that the emails would be opened or stored kept for less than or more than 180 days? Well, the Stored Communications Act, which is part of the Electronic Communications Privacy Act, has these uh, sort of arbitrary and obscure rules that nobody really knows how to apply very well to the newer communications that we have, and and it continues to struggle. The, The law does with continuing advances in communications, different and new forms of communicating. So the Stored Communications Act and the Electronic Communications Privacy Act are, are both a little dated, but courts and litigators go through these exercises in interpreting uh, these laws. There is a reform movement underway right now uh, with broad-based support to reform ECPA, and that's good news. A lot of different groups representing a lot of the public policy spectrum, if you will. Uh, Google, Center for Democracy and Technology, uh, groups like the Competitive Enterprise Institute, Progress and Freedom Foundation, and many others, uh, you know, business competitors of Yahoo, join in this because they all recognize the interest in protecting the privacy of communications online. The cloud computing fad or trend, depending on how history plays out, will rely on reliable legal protections for people's communications, quote-unquote, in the cloud. And a, a real threat, a genuine threat to privacy is is uh, leaving data on a, a remote server and perhaps giving government authorities open access to it by doing that. The law needs to improve in this area. And this case uh, didn't take that forward step, but uh, it was very close to it. The way groups like EFF, Google, and others sort of jumped in here, it seems like they're actively seeking opportunities to assert that emails ought to be protected uh, by the Fourth Amendment. Well, the brief was interesting that they filed in this case because it wasn't about the nitty-gritty details of the Stored Communications Act. It sounded mostly in the Fourth Amendment, and I think that was important, and I think the groups sensed real opportunity here, and likewise the Department of Justice sensed that it was on very weak footing. What it did, given that, was it withdrew its argument in the court so that the issue would not be litigated realizing that it was probably going to lose. So what you see in the shadow of this activity, this behavior on the part of the DOJ, is recognition growing across the legal landscape 
that not only are the Stored Communications Act and ECPA outdated, but the third-party doctrine, the general rule that information shared with a third party is not subject to Fourth Amendment protections, that general rule is falling apart. It was probably wrong when the doctrine originated in the early 70s, but it grows more wrong with each passing year as more and more of our digital effects move online. Things that people are beginning to recognize should be Fourth Amendment protected. Now, that argument is essentially that by sharing information with a third party, you have demonstrated zero privacy interest in that information? Yeah, the third party doctrine arises from a couple of threads, but one of the most important is a pair of Bank Secrecy Act cases in which first the government required financial services providers to collect information about their customers and later required the banks to turn over that information. And because it was a two-step process, the Supreme Court denied people Fourth Amendment protection in that interest, in that information, saying that uh, the information having been shared with a third party isn't private. People don't have an expectation of privacy in it. And so government can, can vacuum it up just like an ordinary business record. Going forward, at some point, this issue will be litigated. Uh, DOJ senses that it's not on particularly good footing, and corporate and privacy interests have an interest in protecting their customers and their supporters' privacy. How do we get this issue litigated? One suspects that the Department of Justice, savvy litigator that it is, will avoid litigating this issue as long as it possibly can in order to maintain maximal access for law enforcement to personal and private data. President Obama, as a campaigner, said that he would update the privacy laws. He would improve privacy protections, uh, referring more than obliquely to this kind of problem, I think. And so the question becomes, how long will the Obama administration in its political incarnation allow the legal elements in the Justice Department to pursue this legal strategy that is inconsistent with the privacy promises the president made. More to come, obviously. So the president could force this issue tomorrow? Well, he couldn't force a a case to be litigated, but he could tell his litigators, uh, I think uh, there are always uh, tensions between the authority of the attorney general to argue a position and, and what the president may want. But the administration collectively could determine that the better course is for the law to protect people's privacy when they go online. Jim Harper is Director of Information Policy Studies at the Cato Institute. You can read more of his work on privacy, data, and security at Cato.org.